Welcome to Reviewing Westworld, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Westworld on HBO and Sky Atlantic. I'm your host Matthew, joining me today, my co-host is David. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Good. Uh, we're here today to talk about Season 3, Episode 5. We're edging, well we're in the second half of the season now, uh, as we've got a few episodes left. Season 3, Episode 5, called Genre. Uh, what do you think of this episode? I really like this episode. I, I thought it's it's incredibly well shot. Um, it, it moves the story on. Uh, beautiful cinematography throughout the way particularly the use of the sort of genre drug i thought was was just fantastic um hats off to zoe white who was the cinematographer on this i think she did an amazing job on it uh it's it's just a really interesting episode the way that it's been put together um yeah, and and you know you are getting kind of more uh, not missing the park actually particularly this. There's a lot of background about the wider world as well, and the creation of the uh, Rehoboam, and uh, we get a little bit more about what has actually been going on behind the scenes. So it pushes the story forward. You get some good action sequences. I I thought it was a really solid episode actually this week. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it as well a lot. Um... I think it's, I don't know about best episode of the season, but it's certainly my favourite episode of the season, I think. Um, I've had some mm. other good favourites for from this season. I don't know about the entire series, I'd have to think about that a little bit more, but yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I'm with you, I really, really enjoyed this episode as well. I've, I've really, really enjoyed this season, uh, as you know if you've been mm. listening for the last four weeks or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, I thought that the action stuff, again, I'm really, really positive on the action stuff. I thought what they did with Caleb and Dolores was really, really fantastic. thought the Liam Dempsey Jr. stuff was great as well, who basically was a pawn at the end of the day uh, in this whole thing, or just a, a quite a, a, ins, a insignificant uh, sort of part of uh, the story in the end, if you look at things. I thought that was interesting as well. Um, interesting what they're doing with Bernard as well. He's a character we haven't really seen that much of like when we see things of him um he's an interesting character but he's been pushed a little bit more to the sidelines but i'm finding it interesting with the screen time we are getting with him i thought that was good um i will say the the flashback stuff it was good i don't think it was the highlight of the episode for me it no. was it, it was good it didn't quite click as much as other stuff but it was it was still good. I'm not going to say it was bad. It just didn't click as much as the other stuff. But then that just shows how good the rest of the episode was. Um, but yeah, did I? I really can't get enough of this whole city future tech, Dolores Caleb team up. Uh, Bernard's kind of in there as well. I'm I'm loving every scene that we get with all that. I think is really really brilliant mm-hmm. so far this season. Um, still seeing some complaints about the action, which yeah. If people want to think that, that's I'm perfectly fine. Pretty full of action this week, I was right. set. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, they're, they're just continuing to complain about the quality of the action, but I still think it's really, really great. But, you know, if some people didn't like it, then that's perfectly fine. Um, but, yeah, just just the, the use of having um, what we assume is Caleb as normal human at this point uh, <laughs> mm. um, with Dolores, this, like, really powerful host. Like, you, you just see how far she's advanced in the show at this yeah. point as compared to season one and all that you see that with like uh missiles and assault rifles and all these futuristic cars in the city it's just it is really incredible to watch like you said so mm. uh good stuff this week um what was the other thing that I, uh yeah that was pretty much all the pre-talk i wanted to sort of do so uh let's go into a bit of housekeeping and then we'll get into the recap see you for that in a minute 
Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier. That gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review, which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, earlier today we covered Season 5, Episode 9 of uh, Better Call Saul, which is the penultimate episode for the penultimate season. Uh, Season 6, which is the next one, is going to be the final season of that show, but we covered Season 5, Episode 9 today. Really good stuff over there for Better Call Saul, really enjoying that, me and David, so we're doing that as well. Uh, Walking Dead kind of sort of concluded last week, but it has got, of course, one more episode which is meant to air for the season finale, but they haven't finished it yet due to what's going on in the world. So like we've said before, we'll just come back for that episode whenever it's ready. We don't know when that's going to be, but uh, that's the update on the Walking Dead side of things. Um, Westworld, you're already here for that, of course. Uh, Let's Play Sunday's episode, uh, Moss for PSVR. There's going to be quite a few of those sort of back-to-back. I did, I think, four of those. Uh, it was just Let's Play after Let's Play kind of thing. That does lead up to me finishing the game as well, so if you, you will see me actually finish Moss on the last uh, Let's Play of that, but that's the first one of those, so uh, keep an eye out for those as well. Uh, That's of course the PlayStation VR game, you can get it on other systems as well, Um, I think Oculus or whatever, so look out for that. Uh, The DC shows came back as well, Uh, Arrow for Season 8, Episode 9, the backdoor pilot for the Green Arrow and Canary spin-off, we don't know if that's been picked up to series yet because of course the way the world is happening and and things like that at the moment, but uh, we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, we've got Legends of Tomorrow Season 5 Episode 1, which is the, of course, first post-crisis episode for those, uh, and that sort of thing. Uh, so we've got that for Legends of Tomorrow. We've got, of course, the Flash Season 10 Episode 6. These are all the post, uh, sort of the mid either the mid-season finales or the season finale, like, like with Legends. So we'll look out for those as well. Uh, already mentioned Better Call Saul uh, and some Arrow stuff. Uh, Mandalorian Season 1, uh, season one Episodes 1 to 4, me and Robert did a spoiler-free discussion for Episodes 1 to 4 last week. Uh, episode 5 is available in the UK. Of course, it came out a few days after the podcast that we did. We're going to come back for Season 1, Episode 8, which will be basically one podcast on the first half and one on the second half. Uh, that will, one will be spoiler-free, but that will be in three or four weeks however long that's going to take so we'll look out for that as well gaming talk last week some big news we saw the ps5 controller get revealed on a random tuesday afternoon because sony just likes to do that now apparently (laughs) (laughs) um who knows in the next five minutes we could see the uh, ps5 revealed we just don't know so uh, we'll see about that but uh yeah last week we talked about the ps5 controller which is called the dual sense and not the dualshock 5 of course you've had the dualshock one two three and four for the PlayStation 1, 2, 3, and 4. But this is called the DualSense, and we talked about the features, the look of the thing, 
and uh, some other stuff as well. And then we talked about some more delayed video games, The Last of Us 2 and Iron Man VR. Uh, we also talked about Cyberpunk uh, from CD Projekt Red. They have said the game shouldn't be delayed. Of course, Cyberpunk is due to be out in September, but we will see what happens with that and that's uh, pretty much mostly what we've got going on at entertainmenttalk.org I almost forgot uh, run preview podcast is out there at the moment the new Merritt Weaver Donald Gleeson Phoebe Wooliveridge and Vicky Jones uh, show is on HBO on Sundays you can check out the first episode if you're on if you're in the US and you have HBO if you're in the UK uh, it's going to be on Sky Comedy the first episode is actually already available I was a bit surprised it got released early or something uh, but it will be airing tonight 9pm uh, uh, for the 15th on, on Wednesday for, on Sky Comedy uh, but I'll be back of course to cover the first episode either later today or some point tomorrow uh, just look out for that but the preview podcast is out as well so if you haven't seen the first episode or even if you have check out the preview podcast for now and that's what's been happening on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms Serek uh, recounts the creation of Rehoboam um after he and his brother Gene witnessed the uh, nuclear destruction of Paris, which is a little bit of continuation of what we saw last week, the nuclear bomb. Yes. Yeah, what we saw from that. Uh, the two created a system to predict and control human behavior to avoid similar catastrophe. Uh, for seed data, they partnered with uh, Insight's Liam Dempsey Sr., uh, who was more uh, interested in the financial aspect of the system. Sarek found the system identified high-risk individual like, individuals like Gene uh, that could disrupt future events and secured them in um, reeducation, uh, reeducation uh, centers, justifying this to Dempsey to prevent the threats uh, to Dempsey's life. Sarek is forced to kill Dempsey himself uh, sometime later, staging his death uh, in a plane crash, which we see as well. Um, so that was fun. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, interesting, interesting kind of little backstory stuff um, just to sort of go over Sarek and the Dempsey family, I suppose, because obviously we've got Dempsey Jr. in the show, at least until the end of this episode. <laughs> yes. uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's in his episode, but it's the last one for him, of course. But um, yeah, what do you think of this little backstory stuff? Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. I, I think it's necessary, you, you know, to, to know a little bit about what this is, why it's set up. Uh, I thought it was interesting with the reveal that they've kind of removed what they they see as the kind of high risk misfits out of the system. Mm. Um, and this does feed in a little bit to um, potentially Caleb, I think, later on. Um because you do wonder whether Caleb has maybe been through this system somehow. Because there is certainly sort of hints that there's something else having gone on with Caleb throughout this episode. Um, that there are, are are points that are sort of popping up. And I I did wonder whether maybe maybe Caleb's been put through this system at some point as somebody that clearly had been a fighter and had maybe come back with some issues and maybe he'd been through this system. So I, I did wonder that, but um, yeah, I, I thought this was kind of interesting that they are, they are essentially trying to reprogram people that they think are high risk individuals, um, which is interesting, I guess. Uh, and, and the background of sort of the reasoning why they built the system and you know, what happened and, this thing going on between uh, uh, Sarak and his brother Jean. So, 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's sort of an interesting, useful backstory. Uh, but as you said at the opening, I, not necessarily the most interesting part of the episode, but I think it's probably quite useful backstory. Mm-hmm. It was still, you know, good quality storytelling yeah. in that, but it wasn't something I was like, oh, can't wait to see, you know, the backstory yeah, it, of this. It was more like, okay, what's next for the current characters that we have and that sort of thing, yeah. mainly Caleb and Dolores, which I've repeatedly said is the most interesting thing to me. In the season, which obviously has characters connected to it, which we've already we've already discussed throughout the season as well. Um, yeah, one thing I kind of forgot to bring up in the in the pre-talk a bit, and I guess it's tied somewhat into this as well. Throughout this episode, we see this black circle, and yeah. then it says like accessing file so and so. Do you think that's some sort of hint? At, I don't know in what way necessarily. But some kind of hint at a simulation somewhere, because um, some people um, have said like about whether this is a simulation of the the show or for a particular character, or I I don't know exactly where to pinpoint the simulation. I, I it, don't. If... I, yeah, I don't buy this the idea of the whole thing being a simulation. I I don't see that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the the black circle thing appears to be a sort of thing that shows the health of Rehoboth. Um, you know, because we've been seeing this throughout of of certain spikes and anomalies going on. And then as we get through the show, we see this sort of circle degrade. And at the, the end of it, you know, one side of it is, you know, very heavily kind of black. Um, and I, I think it's sort of a thing that is is kind of showing the overall health of the system and whether it's working or not. And of course, you know, the actions of Dolores and Caleb and the others really throw a spanner in that works. Um, I did notice there was an interesting thing which they used this episode, which they hadn't used before, which was uh, the sort of multiple circles layered on top of each other mm. and i which which seems to represent them going deeper into the system as well which was something which is new which we saw this this episode there was sort of you know circles on top of each other yeah. so it, it, it it's some form of re- visual representation of that system i think i think that's all it is mm-hmm. uh, but it's it's quite a nice bit of design i rather like that yeah it's something quite cool and something to keep an eye on um, but I thought that was it, they did it a lot more in this episode. I think just the whole accessing file, and then you see a scene, and then accessing file, and then you see a scene. Um, yeah, I thought that was something interesting to to keep it on. Uh, but in the present, Dolores and Caleb escort Liam to safety as Serik's forces hunt them. Uh, Liam, who sees uh, who Caleb really is, uh, and in an attempt to escape, injects Caleb with a genre, a hallucinogenic uh, drug, making Caleb experience the world through several different film genres. Uh, Dolores convinces Liam to give her his private key to aid their escape. Uh, they meet up with Ash and Giggles to help with uh, protecting Liam. So this is kind of the start of things Yeah, you do see, because he tries to basically yeah. escape from them. And my immediate thought was, well, you've injected... Caleb, but Dolores is there, <laughs> and you're not getting away, basically, yeah. uh, which I thought was, was kind of cool, but um, yeah, you're kind of wondering straight away, like, okay, what did he, because I mean, we've had questions about, well, people injecting people with things in this season already, with William and Charlotte, um, was that last week? I think that was last week's episode, yeah. uh, with that, and uh, now you have, obviously, similar thing, but obviously different situation, 
Uh, but thought that was interesting as well. And you wonder immediately, like, what's he done to Caleb? And uh, this leads to some very, very cool scenes later on in the episode. I thought uh, some of the best stuff that they've done in mm. the season. And like you said, really kind of points out some of the cin- c- cinematography uh, kind of stuff as well, which I thought was great. But, um, yeah, this the I found it interesting, Liam, I'd say Junior, uh, his attitude in this episode of like, hey, you're not going to kind of whatever you know just his his general kind of like he knows he's not really getting away because he already sort of tried that and you're not going to get away from Dolores yeah and uh just to see his kind of attitude in this episode I thought was was quite interesting but um yeah that's a thing that happens to Caleb as well so what would you Mm. think of the start of this I yeah I I mean the genre stuff I thought was I mean it doesn't necessarily any add anything in terms of the story, but um, visually, it, it creates this this wonderfully odd and interesting setup. Uh, there's a, a quote from Jonathan Nolan where he's talking about how he he basically drew it from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. You know the um, <laughs> the idea of the the experimental um, chewing gum that gives you like three courses at once. It's sort of that idea, but done in a kind of drug form oh. and it's it's i i just love what they did with it as you kind of jump jump from genre to genre you know you start off with like this like film noir thing um and then it goes a bit into sort of apocalypse now and then a kind of love story and then there's a the sort of night clubbing thing and uh then a kind of horror thing towards the end um ramin juali who's the, the incredible um composer just did an amazing job with this as well i mean the cinematography was brilliant it was it was a lovely interesting idea from jonathan nolan and just ramin must have had so much fun messing around with the music for this because yeah there were versions of apocalypse now versions of things like um uh nightclubbing baggy pop you got like um the the ride of the valkyries in there you got like love story and um the the sort of classic film noir stuff just brilliantly brilliant put together oh yeah yeah david bowie space odyssey in there as well so the, it was just this amazing mix of kind of um his take on certain music things as as well as you know the the actual songs mixed in and i i just thought the the whole the, the, it added this extra kind of visual layer to the episode, which, not that it necessarily needed it because the story was interesting enough on its own, but it just added this wonderful extra kind of weirdness to the, the whole thing um, as they went through each different thing. So I, I just thought it was stunning. And it's a really bizarre and interesting idea as he kind of flips from genre to genre. But he's still kind of mentally there, but you're getting these kind of, you know, these weird visual things that they can play with. Yeah. Um, I Just, just brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I, I thought it's a fantastically interesting idea um, just to be able to play with that for even just for the one episode, I, I thought was... Uh, was wonderful so um yeah just just an incredible job all round. i think with that mm-hmm. um what do you think of liam's kind of attitude in these scenes um yeah i mean liam is sort of an interesting character because we've, we've sort of said before he's kind of um superfluous to everything i mean he's 
he's got no real control. The only thing he had was that access key, which he now gave to Dolores. So he's basically useless to everybody at this point because he had no real access to the system. He only had that basic access. Um, he was being kept out of stuff by Sarek. Uh, he, they'd taken all his money already. I mean, I, there was only there wasn't really much further you could take that character. So I mean the fact that he doesn't survive until the end, you know, he survives until the end of the episode. That seems to be it. Um, he's he's no great surprise. Uh, I I just he's basically a playboy that's been living off daddy's money, and I think he wanted to do more, but was never going to get the opportunity. And Dolores wasn't going to give him that either. So I I think had he come round to Dolores' way of thinking maybe a little bit. Maybe she'd done a bit more to keep him alive, but um, it was kind of clear that he wasn't going to do that. So, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I His his attitude throughout was sort of, oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm important and never going to get away with this. And he's just not. He's just not important. Yeah, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Martin has uh, taken Bernard to Insight, where Rehoboam is housed. Uh, Martin uses Liam's key to access the records on um, Serik to send them to Dolores. He sends out uh, Rehoboam's data on each um, individual, sorry, to each, each individual in the world. Uh, to them individually, chaos quickly spreads across the globe as people break from the cycles of Rehoboam as set. Ashley appears uh, helping rescue Bernard from Martin but Martin knows he is no longer uh, necessary to Dolores' plan and tells them to pursue Sarek's um, re-education facilities when Martin is questioned by Sarek's security he uh, detonates a bomb and kills them as well as as, uh, Martel Sarek's assistant so yeah we get an explosion in the episode as well which is is cool to see um, yeah, big stuff happening here. You know, the the preparation of these, uh, the, all this data to get sent out to everybody individually. You see people sort of arguing in the streets as, well, all these different characters sort of walking through. You get, obviously, the bit of uh, when they're on the train and stuff. And um, what was it? Yeah, when they're on the train and then they get off and you see them kind of arguing. And, uh, you know, you see a bit of... Um, Caleb and Dolores kind of having a conversation about like is this right and that sort of stuff and then you get the part with Bernard as well uh, who I do think has been pushed a little bit to the side this season um, yeah. with him kind of getting involved in things and I thought it was uh, not a nice scene obviously because now people know about all this and know about sort of their future and stuff but uh, quite a quite a big one for this season this has been something that's been kind of building for a little bit of time and it was very interesting to see it finally kind of uh come out and stuff and uh yeah again just interesting from a tech kind of side of things and then of course you get the explosion at the end which i thought was great so what do you what do you think of this part yeah i mean there's there's lots of stuff in here uh mm. martin of course killing himself at the end essentially uh so there's uh, that being a version of dolores as we now know um uh, you know martin was basically a version of dolores and i that seems like a fairly dolores thing to, to do i guess if if you know that you're a copy of the original and you're there to serve a purpose i i guess that sort of makes sense um what's interesting about this entire thing is we were talking a bit last week about whether are we supposed to be rooting for dolores because dolores is 
it, seemingly in the earlier episodes, her idea was essentially genocide of the human race. I and that seems to have altered slightly now. You know, her her her, her plan at the moment seems to be kind of freeing the humans from the Rehoboam machine in the same way that she freed the host. That that seems to be the sort of setup now. Um, you know, she's she discovers that, that Rehoboam is has got everybody on these cycles and she is determined to try and free the human race because they're they're you know and and whether that's just to seed say chaos or whether that is um, because she feels it's the right thing to do is not entirely clear. And what the ultimate plan is, I'm still not entirely sure. Um, so, yeah, I mean, maybe she thinks that just creating a mount of chaos and not having a machine control everything may actually help her in her ultimate goals. But what that ultimate goal is, I really don't know at the moment. And it seems that Bernard is some form of that, some part of that plan, although us and Bernard himself don't seem to know exactly what that plan is uh, or what his role in it is. Because this has been the other thing, is we don't know why um, Dolores brought Bernard back in the first place, because that seemed like an odd choice. There must be a reason why she brought him back, specifically. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 it's, it's interesting. I mean... Uh, the the sort of whole sequence sort of makes sense with her getting you know she wants the information on Sarek so they get that uh, she seeds chaos which essentially cripples the uh, Rehoban and in turn Sarek because he now can't predict what's going to happen so that because everybody's off their cycles so th- that that all kind of makes sense. I just still can't quite, quite figure out where she's going with this. I mean, there, clearly there is a plan. I just don't know what it is. Yeah, I do think that's that's quite an interesting part of it as well. Uh, I'm still kind of very much on the side of like, okay, if Dolores still has this plan of like taking out humanity or whatever, I'm not with that, of course. But it's still a bit of a simpler case for me of, okay, I just want her to, at the moment, beat Serik. And then once she's yeah. done that, what after that happens but we probably won't know that until i'm assuming the end of the season because we've only got three episodes left now anyway right, uh, yeah. so but yeah that, that's that's still the side because you just brought that up about like are we still rooting for her or whatever i'm still just on that same side of like okay sure if she's going to take out trying to take out humanity i'm not with that of course um uh, but if it's if at the moment it's still Okay, I want we want her to beat Sarek. Sarek's the bad guy of the story and all that sort of thing. I'm very much with her with that. And then of course that's led to various great sort of action scenes that we've seen before, um, or in this in this season, and that's been really entertaining. So that's been the main kind of path I've been on. But we'll just have to see once she's taken down Sarek in whatever way, shape, or form that's going to be. Um, I'm assuming he's going to get killed off at the end of the season, possibly or something. I yes, possibly. Um, and once something like that happens, what is her plan after that? But we'll have to just see what happens. So, but uh, yeah, interesting stuff nonetheless. And this is going to probably open up the season even more, which is, I think, a really good thing. Um, speaking of opening up the season, you kind of brought this up at the start about like, are we missing the park and that sort of thing? I, I'm definitely not. 
Um, and it's been, like I've kind of said in the preview and like I've said for the last four weeks or so, or five weeks now, um, that we, the show needed that change. Um, it needed it. I didn't realise how much the show needed that change because once we actually got into this season and saw what that was going to be like, I think we've maybe kind of realised a bit of like, okay, sure, you had two seasons in the park and you did see obviously Westworld at the start of this season with uh, the little bits and pieces there at the start. But I think this has been a really big kind of welcome change. Um, how how are you feeling at the moment about like the park as compared to the city? Yeah, I mean, I I rather like the whole city setup. I think um, the the design work they've done on on this sort of future LA is is really brilliant. Um, so yeah, I I'm not really missing the parks because I think it, it's difficult to carry on with the parks when all the hosts know they're kind of fake. Yeah. So you sort of have to have them out in the real world in some way by this point. Um, I, and it's nice that we got a little bit of it just, just cause, uh, Maeve was still there. No Maeve at all this week. By the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, but, Maeve, uh, no Charlotte, no, no William. Yeah. So, um, so I, I thought that was, that was kind of uh, interesting. You know, we got to go back and see a little bit of the park. And I think that is quite nice. You got to see a little bit of it. Um, but I'm I'm not missing it overall. I think no. the story, the, the larger story of, you know, Dolores essentially trying to free the human race, which have unknowingly been tethered to this machine that is directing their every move. Um, I, I think that in itself is quite an interesting idea. So. Yeah, yeah, no, I definitely agree. Um, and we still got some episodes left of it for this season. Mm. So depending on what they do next season, obviously we don't know uh, that sort of thing. Uh, Dolores and Caleb continue uh, on to a local airport with uh, Liam and Ash. Um, Liam, Ashley, and Giggles in tow. Dolores tells Caleb um, that with actually before we go on with this uh, scene, there's something we've we've cut. I, I do want to talk about that whole action sequence um yeah with the whole missiles and uh as as caleb is still continuing to go through um the different genres and stuff and he switches i think he sh- switches genres once maybe twice in in a particular car well you've got yeah you've got the um the, they start off as he's sort of walking out you've got the kind of film noir thing and then that brilliant chase sequence where it turns into apocalypse now and you get right of the valkyries coming <laughs> Uh, I that that was just wonderful, and then there's that beautiful shot where she's she's kind of mowing down the people that are chasing them, and he's it cuts to love story, and he's kind of you know, got this this kind of glow around her as she's kind of just seemingly he's seemingly falling in love with her as she's kind of uh, mowing down these people. I that was that was just great. Um, yeah, just just really fabulous, and uh, then it it switches on to the when they head into the subway. You get that kind of nightclub thing, and things are you've got this this sort of bloom effect on all the lights that are sort of pulsing, which I just fan- fantastic. It was all really good. Yeah, thought that was brilliant. Uh, what do you think of the overall like actual action in those scenes, like the explosions and? 
Yeah, I, I, the, the, people, if people are still complaining about the action after that, there's something very wrong because <laughs> I thought the action, the action in those sequences, I thought was brilliant, and mm. uh, you know the the uh, the missile thing that he kind of you know he's drugged out of his mind anyway, and kind of misses, and it's a sort of obviously a heat seeking thing, or she guides it back down again. So, mm-hmm. um, what was what was interesting to me in those parts is like, okay, Caleb's dealing with this thing; he's not focused. Liam's kind of just there, um, and then Dolores is like proper focused, and she knows exactly what she's going to do next. And like, mm-hmm. um, you, you see kind of the differences between the, the the three of them. Like Liam's literally trying to just sit in the sit down and not get shot. Caleb's like the one who's poking his head out the out the top. I don't, I don't know what that uh, is. It the sunroof thing? Yes, what, what's sunroof. That? Yeah. Sunroof kind of thing yeah. for that and he's got this like missile he misses it first and then uses it and comes back with it um and then yeah the the bit like you you talked about when she's got this around her i thought was pretty funny pretty good um so yeah overall really really entertaining stuff i don't know i don't know after you've done all that and you've had missiles and a car chase and gunshots i don't know what you do next but mm. i've still been very entertained by what they've done this season with the action yeah. so we shall see but uh needed to bring that up and talk about that as well so yeah good stuff uh dolores and caleb continue to a uh onto a local airport with liam ash and giggles in tow dolores tells caleb um with martin dead uh, they no longer need liam there you go uh and caleb struggles um with uh what to do with just everything in the episode uh angered by the data um held by uh Raboan, uh ash um fatally shoots liam although it's We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, and she and Giggles leave. Liam um, mumbles about Caleb's past as he dies. And Caleb experiences a number of confusing visions related to military days, flashbacks, visions, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Uh, as the plane is uh, readied, uh, Dolores reviews Sarek's data, the creation of Rehoboam, um, allowing Sarek to contact and taunt her because he's got his... Um, hologram thing going on still uh but she tells him she has all the all she needs uh before cutting communications just walking through this hologram and just cutting him off i thought was great uh and as they're about to leave a courier delivers a mysterious package or bag to caleb and the episode ends there but of course we've got a lot to talk about here um i did find it a little bit off like um ash shoots liam she's got her gun held quite high Almost like his head. Maybe she moved the gun after she shot him. But his his injury is like in his gut. Mm. Or in his sort of chest body kind of area. Sort of in the middle roughly. And there were some people suspecting like. Did Caleb actually like shoot him for some some reason. People were thinking that. But I thought it was quite clear that like. Okay, no Ash shot him. Mm. Uh, and then maybe she just like moved her gun afterwards. Because she was aiming the I... gun pretty high. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah he bleeds out and dies anyway. But this really did kind of show. In the bigger picture of things, that uh, Liam Dempsey Jr. just not really wasn't really needed anymore in the story. And, yeah, uh, you can really like once he started dying, I was like, okay, he's dead, and you don't need him. Yeah, in the show. I'm not saying he was a bad character or a boring character. He was, he was, he was no, interesting for his uh, for his purpose. Served his purpose. I mean, yeah, it served his purpose much like Martin did actually at that point. Yeah, you know, Mar- Martin. I, you know, I love Tony Flanagan. He's a fabulous actor, and I could we've watched far more of him but the character served the purpose that they were there for so you know i i think it's fine you know that i i 
The, and certainly, particularly with Liam, there was less reason to have Liam around than there was to keep somebody like Martin around. So, you know, I I think absolutely fine. Kill him off. They don't need him anymore. So. Right, because you've got Serik, Charlotte and William who are a bit more endgame sort mm. of stuff. Not to quote the film Avengers Endgame, but I'm just saying in terms of the story, <laughs> yeah. of the endgame of the yeah, story. No. Um, but, uh, I mean, Liam... Liam. Uh, Sarek's obviously the big bad. Charlotte is in there doing some stuff, but that's more involving with William. We'll have to see if that progresses. I mean, I'm sure it will progress in the next couple of weeks, but yeah, when you look at the bigger picture after this episode ends and after Liam's death, um, we really didn't don't need him anymore and he served his purpose, but he was great in the show. thought it was pretty good. And, uh, well, we know, he's, we know he's definitely not a host as well because he actually bleeds instead of mm. has host injuries, however you, you would describe that. Uh, so yeah, there you go with that. Um, so I think we kind of discussed that. I, I I found it interesting as well the way that Ash, Liam, and um, sorry, not Ash, not Liam, uh, Ash and Giggles, they kind of just walk off afterwards, like they've just killed someone, and then they just walk off because they've also kind of served their purpose in the scene as well. And obviously after yeah. they've left, and you're getting these mumbles from uh, Liam about uh, Caleb passing that, and Dolores is just observing the situation who doesn't seem the least bit concerned that Liam has died but I didn't well, kind of expect it yeah. to either uh, but interesting that once the scene kind of changes to those three and you're more focused on the Caleb uh, Liam conversation those other two characters kind of just leave and that's it I'm assuming maybe they could they could use them again in the season uh, they're not characters that necessarily need to show up again but they're, they're more no. kind of just Caleb's kind of sort of friends that help him out with stuff uh, with, with with some of the um, what was the app called? Yeah, the uh, whatever that app was called. Yeah, I mean, they're with, not with they're jobs. not friends. They're not friends as much as they are work colleagues, I guess. Yeah, um, I guess you'd more call them that. So, I thought that was an interesting little little change as well. But um, yeah, we should probably but, talk about the. What was you about to say? I was, I was going to say the big questions really for me out of this sequence is is uh, well, obviously what's in the bag, and also the uh, the those visions that he receives yeah which do do seem to hint at something else going on there was a, a kind of guy in a big coat you saw in there and mm-hmm. i've so we don't know what that relates to um he he seemed to be having visions of his friend dying again slightly it it does point to somebody having messed with his brain at some point which does again comes back to the the thing that we were talking about earlier about maybe he's been through that process of of having been identified as a high risk individual and maybe they've processed processed his brain somehow, um, but I don't know. Um, I'm I'm at a bit of a loss as to exactly what's going on there. Yeah, I did find it interesting with Caleb's friend from the past who who died. It was almost beat for beat the same death for Caleb because it was like there was the water there and the gutshot wound and the hand on the gutshot wound and him yeah yeah all all that stuff kind of clicking together I thought was great as well um yeah I'm glad they kind of dipped a little bit more into Caleb's past there um and I mean we're gonna have to start getting some more answers to some of this stuff soon because we do only have three presumably three hours left maybe the finale will be a little bit longer maybe like an hour 10 or something I don't know yeah uh, but no, I thought that was that was really great as well. Um, but uh, yeah, so this bag that um, no, we should talk about the um, what Liam Liam's up like mumbling a couple of things. I didn't really hear very clearly what he sort of 
said. No. Did you catch much of what he said there? Not really, no. No. Um, but uh, I thought that was interesting as well. Shows that Liam knew something about Caleb, which is maybe tied into everything else that we've seen already. Uh, but I thought that was interesting as well. Um, yeah, let's move on and talk about the... Uh, I mean, we can sit here and guess all day as to what's maybe in this bag... Uh, yeah, they, I mean, as they, <laughs> like someone, someone's probably made a thread on Reddit or something as to what it probably I, is because I'm sure, yes. of the color of it or the shape of it, or it's the same shape as William's eyes, or I don't know, <laughs> something <like> that. <laughs> um, but because uh, people people do that sort of stuff on on Reddit and that sort of thing, but um, yeah, it's uh, I I have no idea what to guess as to what it is. Uh, I'm just interested interested to see now that they've got access to a plane and they're going to be going somewhere else uh what that could potentially mean for the two of these characters but like i've said um kind of repeatedly throughout these five episodes they've been this has been the most interesting plot thread of the season Mm. to me what these two are doing and their mission and dolores's ultimate mission and like you kind of said how that ties into well what what is what is she eventually going to do in terms of the human race and serik and the end game of the season so um yeah, it's cool that that's continued to move forward as well. Um, but any guesses as to what might be in the bag could be. I, it could be <laughs> anything. I have no clue. Right. Yeah. Um, just remember, it's the same shape as William's eyes. So that means that. <laughs> uh, so that means it's probably going to be. I don't know. I'm just trying to just trying to joke around there. Um, but yeah, that's the end of the episode. So there yeah. we go. Um, I haven't actually looked on any, like, I've listened to a couple of podcasts and some different Facebook posts of what people have said, but I haven't really gone, like, digging into Reddit of what people have maybe suspected. So, we shall see. But they continue with their journey. Liam is dead. And uh, we will move forward. Um, When do you think we'll see more of, um, I guess, Charlotte, William, Maeve? Well, you could easily not see William again this season. Because mm. when we left him, he was getting bundled into a thing and off to a facility. So um, he'd somewhat served his purpose as well. You know, he came back for those few episodes. And the purpose of that was to get Charlotte to um, be able to get him committed so she could take over his shares. So that that was the main purpose of that. So he, he, it's quite possible that they'll stick William back in a box and we won't see, him. we may see him again next season, but we won't see him this season. Um, so I think there's that Charlotte, I think will probably go back to, I would think maybe next episode, we might see more of Maeve next episode as well. Um, I, yeah, cause this has been so focused on those other characters. I, I'm not necessarily expecting to see William again. Um, hmm. but yeah. you know, because uh, there's no real need for them to to find him at this point. They've got what they need out of him, so there's no need to bring him back necessarily. Yeah, I think some of the William stuff ties into like the bigger, bigger picture of Westworld, as opposed to just this Serik thing that's that's kind of going on. Which the Serik stuff feels more like just this season, and some of the William Charlotte Dolores stuff uh, feels a bit more of like the bigger picture of Westworld, because you still do have to do. Sorry, you do still have to have a bigger plot thread continuing after this season. And it feels like William is a lot more probably tied into that. So, but uh, there you go. 
Uh, but that's the end of the episode. We do have some feedback. If you've got, I'm sure, some thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, or whatever. Uh, did you see something on Caleb's bag that tells you what what's inside it? Uh, whatever. Uh, let me know what you think about uh, Westworld at the moment. Uh, do you like the action scenes? Do you dislike them? Are you kind of just neutral on them? Let us know what you think. Uh, Matthew at Entertainment. Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org. Twitter eTalkUK. There's a contact page and information in your show notes. Taylor. Uh, really like this episode and uh, as a woman it's great to see uh, Dolores as a strong female character continuing to develop and be badass I would certainly agree with that as well do you mm-hmm. see her surviving the series um, I do I see her lasting to at least the series finale I um, yeah I think that she's too big of a character to, to just get rid of before that we don't know how long the series is necessarily going to last but I think five to eight seasons possibly it, that's the usual length for certain shows these days i don't i don't imagine we're heading for like a Grey's anatomy supernatural season 15 yeah uh, and no. i don't and i don't see this being like a, a I, I don't see this last thing any less than five seasons um i think there's still a bit too much story you could probably tell but yeah i see her surviving until at least the series finale i mean once you get to a series finale of a show everyone is off the table yeah kind of thing um because there's you know in certain shows there's main characters that have died in in series finales but i see her surviving at least till then uh what do you think yeah i i i can't see them um i can't see them kind of killing off uh dolores anytime soon i wouldn't have thought because she's basically the central character at this point Mm. um and she's the main protagonist and antagonist uh, to a certain extent so uh, yeah i i really don't necessarily um see that happening uh, yeah. but um yeah it's interesting uh, i'm just i you mentioned um what uh, the 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 reddit threads so i was just flipping through and that somebody has done screen grabs of some of the um some of the characters that that were were in that flashback sequence, uh, and there is a fairly well known actor who is the guy in the brown coat that we briefly see an image of. Um, so uh, it's certainly a face I recognise. So uh, I, I suspect we're going to see more of, of that. Uh, I'm trying to think of the guy's name. He was in um uh, he was in the later seasons of person of interest uh and uh he um i'm sure that's the guy um and uh, i i would have to look it up see whether i can find it in the cast list uh, okay there was something else no. i was going to talk about Go while on. you looked that up yeah. um I think the only other possibility is maybe Dolores dies in quotes and then we get like a different version of her. That's also quite a big possibility. Because like we said before, that's something that you can kind of play around with in this series. Is like, okay, if Dolores gets killed, quote unquote, but her brain marble pearl, whatever it's being called these days, um, is still around. And you put that in a new version of Dolores, then you... You can kind of like, okay, we've killed off the current, this current developed, because this is a very, very developed host character, probably the most developed in in the series alongside maybe uh, Bernard. Um, If you do that and you come up with just a different version, that's the only other option I can see. But I I don't see Dolores being written out, basically, before at least the series finale. So, No, no, I don't see that either. Um, 
No, I, I, I think you're going to have Dolores right up until the end. I mean, unless the uh, the actor suddenly decides, you know, unless she decides that she wants to leave early for some reason. Hmm. Um, I don't know, but uh, yeah, I, I don't think that's kind of likely right now. Okay, do you think the what I said might going to happen if you get like a different version of Dolores um, at some point in the series? Uh, yeah, I mean, a different version, because we've already seen, like, her copy herself, so I think different versions of Dolores are, are quite possible, I would have thought. Um, so, uh, yes, quite likely, quite possible. Um, okay. So, let me just look back. I think the guy in the brown coat, I think, is a guy called Enrico Colitoni, um, who was uh in he's been in a whole bunch of things but played elias in person of interest uh he was in galaxy quest as well he, the movie um directed a couple of episodes of eye zombie and he was in Tra- travelers the uh netflix series um but he's one of those faces that's popped up in a bunch of different things hmm. so he's but i'm sure it's him okay. uh i guess all and, and and he would be he's he's not so he's not like a huge name actor but he's a big enough name actor for them not to just use him in that scene so i i suspect it's somebody that we're going to see a bit more of okay we shall see who pops up from what memory of caleb or whatever so uh kyle says uh that was arguably the biggest action set piece we've had this season i think the biggest yeah certainly uh given what we have seen available in this world and the tech available what would you like to see combat wise um i think someone asked us a similar question about like what would you like to see from the tech of the world um i mean the if i'm to point out the weapons particularly because obviously you can have lots of different type of combat um maybe if they use some futuristic guns might be kind of cool um i mean i i'm a person that prefers like grounded war like if you have well not war grounded fighting meaning like you don't have guns from halo or destiny or something like that i'm i'm more of a preferred sort of uh that's one of the main reasons i got back into this version of call of duty because they switched back to modern warfare and used you know grenades normal guns and claymores and whatever uh i just always prefer that type of um Mm. combat but i think possibly because you've already got a futuristic type of world uh and i'm not asking for some sort of halo gunship to come in for this season i think that would be a little bit ridiculous but if you had guns that were a bit more like technologically sort of advanced because you've had obviously the missiles and things like that and uh even from what we have available today you've got a lot of advanced tech you've got things like drones and uh heat-seeking missiles and uh lots of other little things as well um but maybe something that's just a little bit more kind of futuristic that something that still fits within this world Mm. but isn't as grounded as like a pistol or an assault rifle i think would be be, well uh, i mean remember we did see those big robot things that more of that would be cool as well yeah yeah we did see them and it sounds like they've got a bunch of them stashed away somewhere so Mm. maybe some big battles with those might be quite fun yeah that'd be good yeah uh what would you like to see kind of combat wise um yeah well like that that would be quite good i think uh you know the the I, I think you could end end up in a big kind of war sequence of some point with the the, the sort of a robot a full blown robot uprising worldwide maybe of of them battling 
you know, because at the moment, I mean, we don't have that many hosts out in the real world, but you could, they, one of the big advantages they do have is control over all the technology. Yeah. So yeah. you could potentially see them utilizing that in some way um, into some sort of some big battle scenario, maybe. I mean, not necessarily this season, but you could have that coming at some point. Mm. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, Isaac, with only three episodes to go, how do you see this all playing out? We have <laughs> Del- Dolores' mission to finish, Bernard to sort out, Charlotte's role to figure out, William to also sort out uh, a long, uh, a lot of sorting out to do, basically. Uh, can you see this some of this bleeding into next season? Uh, also, when will the uh, show get renewed? Surely the virus can't stop that. Uh, no, you can, you can still renew the show without meeting someone or whatever. I'm sure the HBO, whoever's in charge of... Mm. doing that you can still because I'm, I'm sure shows have got renewed since this stuff uh started all sort of happening as well um so i don't th- i don't think the virus will stop the show getting renewed obviously it will stop the show getting filmed and produced just like everything else is at the moment um i don't know I, renewal something i was kind of thinking about a couple of weeks ago I, I was maybe thinking about it for like from like episode three and then i thought oh, thought, thought, oh you know it's maybe a little bit too early but now that we're getting closer to like episode six next week um i don't know it could happen in the next five minutes, for all we know, mm. uh, they could they could just because there's no like, uh, apart from upfronts and stuff, you can still renew shows any time of the year, pretty much, can't you? Um, and the, yeah, and the I mean, it's more for network stuff as well, isn't it? Which this isn't really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can't remember whether HBO do a network doing upfront or not, but um, I don't remember them doing one. Yeah, I'm just looking through to see if I can see. Uh, yeah, it was May when they renewed. It was May 2018 when they renewed it for a third season. So it will probably be after the show goes out and they'll make a decision. I mean, it's viewing figures are down. Um, certainly, it's live viewing viewing figures are down. Mm-hmm. Um, but by a, a reasonable stretch, I mean you've gone from. You know, anywhere from 1.1 to 1.5 down to 0.9 to 0.7 for season three. Um, whether that's an acceptable enough drop off for them, um, it's slightly different with HBO as well because you're not reliant on advertising as yeah. much. You know, because it's a subscription service, so you can kind of get away with the numbers dropping to a certain extent. Uh, I mean, it, it may affect the amount of money that they have to play around with, of course, because this is quite an expensive show to make, and yeah. you may end up with, you know, six episode season rather than a eight episode season. I mean, it's entirely possible. Uh, so, I mean, th- there are various possibilities with it. My guess is, with a show like this, they're not going to just cancel it. Um, you know, one way or another, you're probably going to end up with them deciding to round it off but it might be that next season is the last season it is also airing in the middle of a pandemic so yeah you know there is that uh and that's messed around with live viewing numbers quite a lot so i mean there are various different things going on um so i i don't know uh may but it, it would usually get we did usually get a renewal announcement um like the 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 when was that okay so that was yeah so it was midway through the season actually it was after the first few episodes went out they actually announced the renewal 
but it may be because it's airing earlier it may be that we get the renewal at the end of the season mm-hmm. um assuming or, we get a renewal or i press stop on this podcast and then they renew it <laughs> and then yeah. we'll talk about it next week yeah so, uh, yeah because that things like that have happened before um of course you know if the show gets renewed we'll talk about it on the podcast as well um but getting to some of the other stuff three three epi- yeah three episodes ago how do you see the season playing out um, I think we'll just continue to see Dolores and uh, Caleb on their sort of journey to do what they're doing. I think you'll see, in terms of stuff bleeding into next season, I do agree with you. I can see some of the William stuff lasting till next season. I don't think you can wrap up every... I mean, you're not aiming to wrap up everything in this no. season because it's not the final season. But um, I think the Serex stuff will be finished this season. Um, and then you'll get maybe, uh, I think some of the Charlotte stuff possibly as well, and some kind of little resolution with Maeve, but just, I mean, the only way I can kind of answer that at the moment, I think some of the William stuff saved till next season, and, uh, the Serex stuff concluded this season, so, because I think you can, you can do the Serex storyline in, yeah. uh, eight episodes, so, we yeah. see, I mean, I mean, th- I mean, three hours is still a long time, so, mm. Yeah, have that as well. I mean, I yeah, I would be kind of with you on that. I think there has got to be some sort of conclusion to this particular story arc of Sarek and uh, Rehoban and what you know. They've got to get to a point with that. I don't know what that point is. I don't know exactly how it's going to play out, but I think you have to get to some form of point with that of of them taking control of that system. I think, and that may be where it ends. So maybe Sarek isn't completely gone, but I suspect once they've got control of the system, that that will kind of come. You know, that could be where they end up at the end of the episode, uh, the final episode. But um, where that goes from there, I don't know. I mean, obviously, you know, it's it's going to be moving forward. If they're planning to come back for another season, then they're not going to kind of wrap everything up with a nice little bow. So. Yeah. You know, so. I I think them getting control of the system and doing something with it, I think, is probably where you're ending this season. Right, that's probably yeah. Final season of the final scene of the season is what I meant to say. Uh, but we will be back next week, of course, with the next episode. We have three episodes to go. Uh, lots of ex- lots of exciting things happening. Um, we'll see what call action stuff we get next week, and um, yeah, see if we know what's in the box by the end of next week as well so we shall just have to wait and see um but of course if you want to find everything else that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org you can head over to well entertainmenttalk.org uh, lots of podcasts still happening sure some things have stopped and whatever but there's still things coming out and uh, we've still got podcasts for lots of different things at the moment so be sure to check all that out uh speaking of renewals and news and all that sort of thing uh, if you want to keep up to date with all that sort of stuff with reliable up-to-date information david has got you covered on geektown.co.uk for all of your TV and film news, if you want to know if, when, and where your favourite shows are coming back, uh, you can look up that stuff as well. Uh, and for any film news and TV news and things like that, uh, if you want that in weekly podcast format, you can do that as well. Geek Town Radio is on Tuesdays, uh, so you can listen to that on Tuesdays and keep up to date with information uh, weekly. Uh, it's of that podcast. Geek Town Radio is of course available on geektown.co.uk, and of course, if you search for Geek Town on podcast platforms, uh, get subscribed and. Um, enjoy listening to that part of the news as well uh of course for us as well if you want to support the podcast support entertainment talk uh we're on patreon please check out the one dollar and three dollar level tiers if you're still using amazon for getting things ordered and that sort of thing uh we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra that's the amazon affiliate link affiliate link uh itunes feeds that's 
yeah, iTunes feeds, please rate, review and subscribe to those. Of course, if you search for both Entertainment Talk and for Geek Town, get yourself subscribed to both and rate and review both as well. That will be really helpful for, well, both for you and for us because obviously it gives us more ratings and reviews. But it also gets you subscribed so that you get sent new episodes and get kept up to date with different things. Uh, word of mouth, please tell people that you know about the website and the iTunes feeds. Um, for different stuff uh social media of course please share them on facebook and twitter and if you can put them in facebook groups and for streaming there is me bex and david on twitch uh bex streams quite regularly uh sometimes daily mostly daily sometimes twice a day uh that's trista bytes uh b-y-t-e-s um on twitch so get subscribed to that so that you know when she goes live on twitch for lots of geeky chatter and gaming and that sort of thing uh, and of course you can follow david and me on twitch as well for mixer if you want to watch the fun FIFA streams as because um, we're in the uh, late 2025 season now so we're getting into the future with some of that stuff uh, but if you want to watch some of that and watch Robert uh, play games on Mixer as well you can look for both of those so that's the Mixer and Twitch stuff and of course for Let's Play Sundays uh, you can look out for those on Sundays as well. Uh, don't forget to check out the Resident Evil 3 episode if you want to see me take on the Nemesis for the first time which was fun as well. Thank you all very much for listening and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.